Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Everybody roll a straight d20 for me. By the way, I'm going to say out of character, forgive me if I don't do Jed's voice like I used to. I've been sick for all weekend, and if I do, I'll cough uncontrollably. Yeah. Uh, 16. Five. Eight. Eight. 18. 18, yeah. Alright. Um, if you, Levi, could give me a d100 roll. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the best kind of roll. <coughs> the rest of you can all roll 2d10. The rest of you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> the rest of you get out get of my house. That. As 2d10 or a percentile? 2d10. 13. 21. Uh, seven for me, I'm sorry. Uh, so three plus seven is 20. 11. 11. You find 31 dollars. Ooh. I see. Give it to our charity case already. Thank yeah. you, I'm so poor. I'm so poor. Uh, and Levi, you find a curious bottle uh, back in one of the uh, one of the crates. Here. It's a crate full of various like uh, mid-range, lower-tier liquors. Mostly mixers. It looks like the remnants of somebody's bar cabinet. Curious bottle. Uh, but what you find is that it is a type of whiskey uh, that appears to be uh, something special. Curious bottle, special special whiskey. I was going to say a bottle of sour mix for like. <laughs> I thought there was going to be genie in there. There is. Well, it is technically a magic item. Ooh. But you don't have the identify spell, so all you know right now is that it is a very special bottle of liquor. Cool. Chug it. There's a trunk Tampa. trunk of uh, ladies' not, clothing in here. That's basically what your what your money's from. It's liquidating the various oh, owners, okay. the ownership of these various items. Can I like, steal one one or two of the dresses? The lady who owned them uh, was more portly than you, mm. but you could fit in one uncomfortably. Okay. She a fat bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Now she's poop. <laughs> she did. She's a big fat poop. I'll get all pretty laugh later. Pretty barbarian. I never thought I'd see the deck. <laughs> see the lot for I put the barbine barbarian. <laughs> Alright. How do you know she's a swashbarian? A swashbarian. A Bavarian. A bar buckler. A bar buckler. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I like that one. A swash bar. Mm, that's good too. That sounds, I, like, I, that sounds I, like a cleaning product. Well, I kind of like swashtitude, but, swash t- but uh, that doesn't really get the barbarian part that's in a, there. That's a strong contender right there. Alright, well... Levi will collect the teeth. Watch to someone who stabs you right in the face before she fucks you. Well, thanks, Paul Anka. <laughs> that was Chef from uh, South Park. If you say so. <laughs> and, thus, and thus the noble heroes vanquished the shock? The rock shock? And rescued the cows and avenged the deaths of the caravanas. Off to a good stock today, I'd say. I imagine having been raised in Kansas and lived primarily between Kansas and Utah, I've never even got a frame of reference for what a shark might be. Also, what is west of the Rockies is totally foreign and weird to most of you. Hmm. So, yeah, that was a weird, freaky thing, and I'm glad it's dead. <laughs> Let's go get some desert shrimp. I don't like it. <laughs> some Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> <laughs> awesome and hog nuts. <laughs> That's my favorite band. 
onwards to the crossroads where we can drink. Well, that's all my material for the week. Just kidding. <laughs> Totally expected us to Fried die in the encounter. Turn of greens, blow potatoes, and pinto beans. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Another hour passes as you ride along the trail, Lord. as it is. Uh, he's riding. Yeah. I'll trot, though. We're riding speed. his coattails. Yes. Yeah. yeah, to glory. As you trot the path. Ah, the path less trotten. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> as as I, I will make a note of saying out loud that I am reloading all of my guns. There's something trotting about this. Same. Hi, guys, <laughs> look what I'm doing. I actually do picture Jed going, I'm reloading all my guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes about an hour to get to the crossroads. Now, the crossroads itself is a structure that is built not at a literal crossroads. Uh, it is actually just a bend in a singular road where uh, a structure and a number of smaller structures dot about it. The devil is known for his lies. These people just don't know geography. Not even a Geometry. Should have known. Regional planning. You think the devil would be a little bit smarter and build a crossroads and bend in the road? Yes, I guess bend roads just doesn't really do the... doesn't really have the same sort of oomph in the lore. Maybe he's telling us to get bent. When you arrive, add some flavor text. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Somebody's playing piano. Does the flavor text taste like Rock Mountain Oysters? No, it tastes kind of like Moroccan rice. Huh, weird. Yeah. And cheap balls. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And yeah. desert shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> uh. And monkey's brains, though popular in Cantonese cuisines, are not often to be found in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Clue. Oh. Yeah, I know you do. Alright. Jesus. Um... <clears throat> the crossroad stands in defiance of the environment around it, a beacon of the industry of man nestled comfortably in an inhospitable wasteland. Though no city surrounds it, a tiny shanty town has risen up in its shadow. A separate building, some four floors high, is clearly a hotel for its high-rolling guests. Flanking the other side is an enormous stable, defended well with sandbag turrets, manned by armed guards at every hour of the day. They even employ a handful of vicious-looking guard dogs looking to capture any would-be rustlers, or worse, patrons attempting to escape the consequences of their bad bets. <laughs> the signage is well-lit, though not by oil lamps. Instead, filament bulbs imported from the East Coast hang on iron sconces, providing it with an unusual yellow light that makes it stand out against the orange lanterns and torches elsewhere in the region. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. I give you inspiration. Please use it to kill me. <laughs> uh, it is a large building. It is very large, actually. It is uh, larger than the... Uh, than the fat chick that got eaten by the bullet? The... <laughs> larger than the fat chick that got eaten in Super Mario Bros. the movie. Um, no, actually... Is she corpulent? Very corpulent? <laughs> no, it is actually... It is larger than the uh, hotel in Tavern. Uh, that the governor held his ball. Wow. It's a humongous structure. Uh, made primarily of wood, but also of stone in some places. Uh, and it does have this, as I mentioned, this shanty town in the shadow of its structure. Just uh, small residences, outhouses, and businesses. Well, isn't this charming? Josh said, going to poop. <laughs> I'm going to go take a poop. <laughs> wash my hands. Before you poop? That's so weird. Well, it means you have to wash them afterwards. Uh, Jed's so, primarily interested in going to check out this casino. This is this is kind of a vacation for him. Would we have to walk through the shanty town to get to the casino? No, it's actually behind it. Oh, okay. 
And it would appear by all of your various insights that uh, it's where the staff live. Okay. This is not a shanty town for like normal residents. This is workers. All right. Well, we are guests, so let's uh, let's head up front. Is there a place I can? Uh, well, I don't necessarily need to worry about stabling. Uh, Hagar, but is there a tying post just for appearances? There is a gigantic stable armed by uh, or defended by armed guards. Mm-hmm. It appears okay. to be that you check in your horse and then you're not giving your horse back until all of your debts are settled. Okay, I will check it. I will check in my horse. <laughs> Jokes on you, you can just leave and take your horse, put it on a hook, spin him around. <laughs> it's like the dry cleaners. You can give your ticket. <laughs> 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 it's not a grand garage actually. The elevator comes up and ascends, and you never see a horse again. Um, no, it's yeah, uh, so you could run up a huge gambling debt, leave, and then resummon your horse. I was gonna go one more joke about the stables. Uh, in, in where once was written glue factory, crossed out and written stables. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Every time the spinner goes around, they hear. Grrr, grrr. <laughs> it's not well, even crossed out; it's just covered by a piece of cloth. All right, oh, in we go. Man. Um, as you enter, it's a it's a large glass entryway. Ooh, uh, it is actually quite fancy. I have a map of this place. Um, For no particular reason. There, there will be no combat. Actually, as a point of emphasis, uh, this is the map of what it actually looks like. Canonically, this is the map of a casino. However, the only good casino combat map I could find is this guy. So if there's ever a combat in here, it's this map. However, But there won't be any combat. However, the actual map of the room is this. I actually go right in. In the past, I've always avoided going into the bars with you guys. No more. Fuck it. Mm. You're like, like, what, 12? You're old enough to drink. 13. He said it's about that time. Oh. Huh. You're again, a man now. You've read from the Torah. Just for onlookers, um, Levi is brazenly not wearing a bl- blindfold, so his uh, his diamondback eyes are readily seen. The first thing you notice is that this place is filled with strange people uh, from all over the world, uh, different nationalities, different races. Uh, orcs are here. You see some dwarves are gambling here. Uh, elves, full-blooded elves, not just the half-elves that wow. you're used to seeing. They're from space fans. Fucking elves. Uh, but you, you also see, like, gnomes are here, which is a very strange sight. You don't generally see gnomes what? outside of Russia. Oh, they're Russian. Okay. Yeah. I thought in honor of Dragon Bear, we call the Russians Goliath. Nope. <laughs> nope, not at all. Uh, the Goliaths are actually... Uh, Mongolians. German. Ah. Jessica Bumpy-Dapanovsky. Yes. Jessica Bumpy-Dapanovsky is here. Um... Raising you, the dead. You uh, you make your way through the main. She's doors. raising the odds too. <laughs> raising the stakes. She's she's got she's got literal dead soldiers. Just empty beer bottles. <laughs> she plays and he raises the stakes. And at that time, uh, I have more flavor text. The inside of the structure is shockingly busy. As you enter, your senses are almost immediately overwhelmed. The room is a flurry of activity, with men and women drowning out the band with laughter, yelling, or even just the casual clatter of chips on tables. The crossroads has it all, the attendants and signage would remind you. With table games, roulette wheels, a high rollers hall, dice game tournaments, live music, private parties, and even a boxing ring. What? Pit bosses in dark black suits watch the room from the shadows, the seven-piece band plays on, and the high ceilings are clouded with smoke from the cigarettes and cigars lit at nearly every table. Wow. This place is cool. Let's rob it. 
I, I oh, unknowingly <laughs> already took Levi's already unknowingly take, taken like five steps towards the <coughs> boxing arena. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for the purposes of this map, for funsies, the boxing arena is this gigantic ring in the middle of the room. Nice, so that you can see it while you're playing cards. Oh, that sounds uh, awesome. And we are allowed to keep our weapons in this place. Uh, yes, as long as they are not long arms. So your shotgun has to be checked. Has to be checked in. All right. But like handguns are fine. Good. I got a bunch of them. Yeah. What about, <laughs> what about my? Um, my saber and my quarterstaff. Uh, no, they are they are a mark of your position, cool. and you are allowed to retain them. They don't want to pick fights with former Confederates because they get a lot of those guys in here. All right. Not that I look that way anymore. Um. So one of us who has good face skills, which I think is a very thoughtful, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, should probably start asking around about Celestino. I'm loaded to twenty per day. And we don't. I mean, obviously, it's a huge room. We don't see Celestino on this. see him, no. The room contains probably close to a thousand people. It is a small town inside of this building. Uh, and the building does include basically everything you would ever need so that people don't ever actually have to leave. Uh, there is the hotel that you saw on the way in. Uh, there is a cafe immediately as you enter. It's actually right there, the Copper Cafe. But that giant room next to it is actually a full-service restaurant and bar that is open for 12 hours a day. Wow. This is your boxing ring. That's your live music. It has its own like seating area for people who actually want to watch the band, but there's not a lot of people in there. Uh, this stage over here is for casino announcements. This here is for private parties. This is your cashier cage with the employee room for the lounge. And various other chambers for things like high rollers, offices. There are multiple floors. Yeah. We don't know what's on the other floors. But without more than a couple of minutes to scope the place out, and honestly, they have maps anyway that they've drawn out with ink on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what you know of for sure is in this place. And it's it matches the map precisely. Mm. Someone who knew what they were doing put these maps together and made this a proper casino. This place is bigger than anything you've seen in the big cities, except for anybody who's been to like the real big East Coast cities like New York or D.C. Nope. <laughs> so you probably have. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably not the biggest casino you've ever seen, but it, it, it's big. It's, it's been real a long big. time. And it's definitely the biggest casino you've seen west of the Rocky Mountains. By a lot. Well, we better stop blending in. I go I immediately go, go to the cafe to get some get some drinks, some refreshers for the journey. Cafe mostly serves things like coffee. Yep. Uh, and they have imported Chinese tea. Ooh. Uh, no booze? Uh, the cafe does not serve booze, the restaurant but does. This place does, and that's where I'm going. There's also table service if you're at one of the tables. Uh, no, I'm going right up to the bar. Okay. I'm short resting in the most drunken of ways. All right. Uh, it'll cost you a dollar. All right. I follow him in and I'm over asking questions about everything. How does that game work? What's going on over there? Hey, have you seen one of these before? <laughs> it's just sort of like being this annoying, like, kid who's never seen any of this stuff. <laughs> what is the age limit on Blackjack? Uh, there is none in the crossroads. Yep, here's a dollar. Go figure it out. <laughs> I still got this 13 in my uh, portent in order to do something to help me in gambling. Or a two to use a like, dealer. Well, that's what I Too late. I already burned that one. Yeah, I'll get some, I'll get some Chinese tea, and then I'll be like, what will they think of next? <laughs> it is uh, it's a quality green tea. Um, what it does for you is it gives you advantage on your next athletics check used before your next long rest. Heck yeah. Wow. What does the gallons and gallons of liquor I drink give me? A short rest. You can spend your hit dice. Nice! It makes you tolerate life. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm not gonna, because I only took six points of damage. It'd be a waste of a hit die, you know? Are, are we actually short resting, though? Because I could use to... Yeah, you absolutely can short rest here. This is a safe place. Uh, however, you may recall, uh, Carlos Aleo, if he's following you or coming to this destination, will arrive one hour after you, which means if you're short resting, he's going to arrive while you're here. I'm going to start... I'm going to just drink my tea and then start looking. Yeah, I, I assume the short rest and sort of quietly asking around was all rolled into the same thing. I will not short rest. You're either getting the short rest or you're getting information. Well, I'm then... Getting, um, I'm getting information. I'm mad. Okay, not happening. Goodbye. I'll this way. Hmm. Alright, maybe I won't show us that, but I'll do something else. I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone, considering that we've been traveling for several hours, got caught in a stampede, and I got chewed up by a monster. I'm gonna go take a bath. Good choice. Uh, a hotel room here costs you five dollars. Five dollars, yes. Gives you one night in the, uh, the regular hotel rooms. If you want a suite, it's simply large enough for your entire party and feature a hot tub. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be $25. I'll chip in on that. I'll chip in okay. on that. Okay. So I'll chip in five. Gideon. I don't know if I want to be hot tubbing with three adults. That'd be a little weird. <laughs> it's the Wild West, man. Anything goes. If you're under 18, you shouldn't anyway. Don't cook your organs. <laughs> we take all We take all our long rest in hot tubs from now on. Um, <laughs> so, uh... What are you paying? Uh, what is it going to be, it's like... 25. Seven, so it'd be $7.50 a piece, $7. basically. $7.50? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll... I'll Kick in seven fifty for that. Cool. Noting that down right now. And the money I got is going right out the window. Fuck this place. Yep. I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a snoopy little kid and just try to scope around more. Maybe try to sneak upstairs. Okay. Just you know, maybe try to play the whole innocuous kid bit and hopefully not be paid attention to when people are blowing their money. And this sure sounds like a stealth roll to me. If I had to guess. I'm imagining Temperance walking in, the three of you immediately go in three different directions, and she just sort of sighs and walks up to the front. <laughs> I'm at the cafe. I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm with the view. Oh, that's a shit roll. That's a seven or something. Oh, yeah. You get to where the stairwell is, and there are three armed guards, one on either side of the door, and a guy in the middle. Like, this is a well-armed, well-defended casino, and you are immediately turned away. They're like, all right, little guy, you're, uh, you probably want to head over there to the low rollers table. All right. Penny slots. Uh, for what it's worth, they actually do have one slot machine. Really? Yeah, it was imported from New York City. Uh, the inventor is testing prototypes and sent out a prototype to seven casinos in the United States. The Crossroads has one of them. Well, I don't think we could pass up that opportunity. Um, I am going to forego asking around for Celestino and take a short rest. Under the auspices of he's a spy, we're not exactly hiding the fact that we just rolled into town and spent a, a fair chunk of money getting here. Uh, if he wants to talk to us, he'll find us. I think that makes sense. That being the case, I'm going to go ahead and roll that hit die. Yep. And I get max hit points. Hey. There you go! <laughs> Good hit die. I don't, I don't need a short rest, so I will use this time to go look for myself. So you're investigating, you're resting... I'll spend the rest of the hour uh, watching one of these table games is played. I don't know if it's craps or blackjack or what they're playing. I'm just going to stare at it and study it and learn how it works. And... That's a serious uh, condition. And Temperance, you're going straight to the bathroom. It's a serious cereal. Yes. rest? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Temperance and Jed are going to rest, which means we have some investigation for Gideon and Levi, our favorite dynamic duo. Is that what you'd like, is that what you would like us to roll? Uh, first, I'm going to pee. The two of you who are investigating, um, I want a, a vague idea of basically what you're doing to try and dig up information. Because obviously you know you're here for Celestino. You've heard some rumors about this place. 
You know you're racing against the clock if indeed Aleo is following you or wants to be here. Those of us who are resting, rough. Wait, this is very. This seems very familiar. You and I are resting. These two are off on their own. Mm. Split the party, man. That's what we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're either gonna come back with a dead Gideon and. So I'm gonna go very simple because I think you probably have heavier stuff than what I'm thinking in my head. So I'm, I'm kind of doing two things. I'm watching how this table game is going to try to learn just by observing how it's blackjack or whatever how it works. But the other thing I'm just gonna do is just observe the crowd and see if there's anybody that looks like they might be an ally of this guy or somebody in, you know outfitted like we've seen before or just anything familiar of any of the crowd. You know, including looking for uh, for some of the factions we've met. Like, we, we met... Uh, the Aranites. Um, Aranites. Celestino's crew. Um, some of these, uh, you know, brigands that have stormed in and out and, you know, killing people and rushing in and out. Uh, what's that police force? Oh, the, the Pinkertons. Pinkertons. I'm just doing that. Okay. So, I'll just th- I figured investigation's probably the best role for that. Seems fair. I can do that. Is that 23? All right. So first, to assuage some things, uh, you do not find anybody you would believe necessarily would be aligned with Celestine. He's a professional. He's lasted a long time. If he had guys working for him, they wouldn't be out in the open in a way that you could detect from okay. this cursory investigation. Um, Faction-wise, you don't see any Aaronites here other than the occasional person at the table who's gambling away and covering their shoulders. Because gambling is against their religion. <laughs> They're not supposed to be doing that. Um... You do figure out one of the tables real quick. Uh, they are, in fact, playing blackjack, and the way it's played in D&D is that uh, everybody at the table rolls 2d10. The dealer rolls one of those d10s in secret, and from there on, it's played exactly like blackjack, except you're betting to roll an additional d10. 21 wins, 22 or over is a bust. Okay. Play, play. I'm not going to eat up time. But you get money that way. Yeah. <laughs> I think pro- I think probably what you're going to do is a lot more interesting. So I'm just going to going to take all that info and let, let you run. Uh no, not exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to play blackjack. <laughs> I figured you got a whole bunch of NPCs you wanted to talk to, and you're all you've got all charismas and shit. And as everyone knows, I never play a charisma build. <laughs> I do. I'll, I'll first start. I'll first start by exploring. <laughs> I'll explore the floors first of all, because I don't know what's on the other ones. Okay. Um, you do find really quickly that the guards are actually blocking the stairwells. Mm-hmm. The public space is the first floor. Gotcha. So the rest are for, what, high rollers? Officers and maybe, like, club members and, uh, guys who actually work here. Aerosmith rented out the whole top floor. <laughs> they have a resident <laughs> performing program here. That is, not Aerosmith specifically, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, uh, the musical guests might have quarters up there. Um, storage rooms for things like replacement decks and stuff like that. Okay, so, that, so I've learned that. Uh, I think if I'm, I'm making any headway, I, I guess I'll just leave a message for reception and make and make sure that it gets to Celestino. Just and, and we first met him in Hope's Landing, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, sir or madam. I don't know in game what's what the person is. Or I'll just say sir. So soon as a guy, you met him in person. Okay. No, I, I, I mean the person at the reception desk. Oh yes, madam. Madam. Excuse me, madam. 
important message to leave for Mr. Celestino Andreas if he has indeed checked in at the party from Hope's Landing is ready to see him when he is ready. She uh, takes down the information, uh, charges you two copper for the privilege, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I guess, two cents. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> you don't have to track it. It's, it's pitiful. But she does charge a monetary fee for this. Okay. Uh, and then you are free to roam the floors. Uh, yeah, the rest of my time will be spent slowly sipping the uh, Chinese tea. Mm-hmm. Like, I suppose I'm feeling more cultured with every sip. And I'll just watch the boxing while sipping on tea. Yeah, it is currently, uh, it is a half-orc man versus an elven man. Ooh. The elven man uh, appears to be a strapping man. Elven man! <laughs> he appears to be a man who's probably worked the railways. So he's actually got, like, huge shoulders and big upper arms with a really itty-bitty torso. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been starved, but also he's strong. And uh, he's fighting a half-orc man who's gigantic. And he is moving around real quick around the ring. And the, the half-orc is, like, stomping around trying to catch up to him and hit him. And he, mm-hmm. you get the feeling if he actually connects, the fight's over. But the ha- the uh, elder man is, just, like, bouncing around, dodging hits, and punching him in the gut. Yep. Uh, is trying to wear him down. And you don't know how it's going to go. It looks like this is definitely going to three rounds unless the orc gets lucky. Cool. Levi is quite enjoying himself, then. Uh, an hour passes. You gain the benefits of your short rest. Hmm. Um, I decided that in addition to getting a drink at the bar, I'm going to take that drink and I'm going to find there's got to be someplace in this establishment that does shaves. I want a hot shave. Not in the building itself, but in the shanty town behind the building. Mm. Uh, there is actually a full service barber. Okay. Oh, yeah. If, if I learned that too, I wouldn't mind one myself. Yep. Um, essentially, they have uh, everything you would need to be here and gamble. Mm. The basic services for human beings who live here is covered in the shanty town because that's where all the staff lives. So that's where I'm gonna go take my short rest. Okay. You get a shave. Costs you a couple of pennies. Okay. A nickel. One nickel. You got it. And uh, you were able to get yourself a short rest. At that time, uh, you do hear a commotion out front as a caravan arrives. This will be our boy. And barging into the front doors with a half-orc attaché uh, is your old nemesis, Baron Carlos Aleo. Yeah, boy. Comes in, takes off his hat, checks in at the front desk, turns in his cane, and immediately orders $300 of chips. Wow. You want to go fuck around? No, we need to rob this casino. Too sweet. God, you're a rogue. A barbarous one at that. I'm a rogue, but I do have an intelligence of 14. Passive perception checks for those of you who aren't getting a shave. Oh, I'm getting a shave. Yeah. Well, not, passive, not quite yet. Maybe passive not a perception years. or perception. Passive. Uh, I'm not getting a shave. You're not getting a shave, right? So what's your total? Oh, I thought you said yeah, for getting, everybody who's not getting oh, a shave. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Uh, my passive is 12. Okay. Um, Gideon actually does see where Carlos Leo goes. After he comes in, he barges in, checks in his hat, checks in his coat, gets $300 worth of chips, walks immediately to one of the back hallways. And eats them. Mm-hmm. He is admitted into the high rollers lounge. Not upstairs. Not upstairs. It is downstairs. It is a separate closed room where only people with a certain threshold of chips to spend are admitted. Did you come back to the uh, casino after your bath? Like, so uh... Sorry. 
I was up. I. Uh, I was in the suite. Um, do the rooms have like windows and stuff like that? Uh, the hotel room does. The casino itself does not. Right, but there are two separate structures, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was probably you know I heard the commotion of this big party coming out and just sort of peeked out the window and saw okay. it coming in. That's what you see as you hang out here, and he apparently has disappeared into one of these high roller chambers. Mm-hmm. See, I just figured cinematically there would be this scene mm-hmm. when, like, you know, the four filthy uh, travelers, well, three filthy and, you know, Mr. Fancy Pants over here. <laughs> and uh, you just head upstairs, and then the rest of us do our stuff, and then there's, like, this moment where, like, kind of the record goes, Whoop! you know, when you, when you, like, you're all dolled up and you walk downstairs, like, looking all pretty and everything. <laughs> Maybe not like that. All right. Uh, you're no longer racing against the clock because the layout is already here. Whatever you were going to stop has already occurred. So you now have uh, free reign to roam about the casino. Do what you wish as you were here. Were we we're... supposed to do something before he showed up? That we forgot about? No, I think that was just a window of opportunity that we could have done something and didn't. I don't think we had anything specific in mind. Yeah, I don't even remember why we're, why either anime. <sighs> it's largely just because his aims are counter to your aims. He's he an wants, asshole, sir. Yeah. He <laughs> wants to starve out Native American tribes, build train tracks for people already on the land, uh, and is in league with Temperance's father. He's not expressly against you guys specifically. He just has a lot of goals that run counter to your morals. He's a bad guy. He's just generally a bad guy. Yeah. All right. Well, he doesn't our, need to do anything to us. Well, our goal is to meet Celestino. Yes. Yeah. That, is, that is what I seek to do. And we are confident that he is here. You have heard a pretty compelling tip. That's where he's at. Um, well, since I'd be uh, since I'd be the only one in the shanty town, says Pirate Brian for no reason. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I'll ask I, around I was, here. I went for a shave as well. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So we're getting dueling shaves. I left a message for him, Mister Andreas. That is <laughs> dueling shaves. I'll keep asking around if you want to head back up to the casino. Mm-hmm. And, if the, and I imagine there's a moment where the barber's arms like, it's like, no, 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 that's that's just, that just ignore that. That's that's <laughs> meant to be there. No reason. I'm getting paid anyway. <laughs> well, I, I imagine his kid's uh, blade gets caught on a scale or something. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he shaves like orcs on a regular basis. He's yeah. used to this sort of shit. So. Mm. Does you, he uh, ever shave chunks duster? Maybe. No, that was no I asked. Have you ever shaved Chunk's Duster? You'd remember. That was (laughs) Duster. That was purely for flavor. You're implying that Chunk's Duster keeps up with basic hygiene. There's been a number of times where he's been shaved and dressed for a funeral and then woken up a day later. (laughs) (laughs) That's just Chunk's Duster for you. (laughs) Uh, That is delightful. You can receive inspiration. Oh, thank you. For that stupid reason. It's really the smell that does it. <laughs> they just assume he's a corpse. All protests put to bed because, you know, he may be screaming and kicking, but he's definitely a corpse. I think it's just a matter of waiting now and hoping he gets the message unless we start, want to start busting down doors. The upstairs places are uh, sealed off by way of burly men. Well, Very effective obstruction. <laughs> I think if he wants to find us, he'll find us. I don't think we need to work too hard. He'll do most of that on his own. That is how we met, after all. 
Well, after the cow-eating shock, I'm done working for a day. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. That scared the bejesus out of me. Let's, let's not do that ever again. I say, well, not being in the room. <laughs> the ghost of temperance. Well, it can, it can be, be like my beard. It can be, it can be like an archer transition. <laughs> it can be like an archer transition where we're talking, but then it transitions to <laughs> her saying, let's not do that again in a completely different context. <laughs> All right. Uh, but you are trying to conduct your investigation, you said. Mm. In spite of what you just said out loud. That's right. Alright. So, shall I roll you something? An investigation check would be appropriate. Well, it's not my speciality, but I'll give it a try. Actually, Let's it is my it. speciality. <laughs> it's just not very good. <laughs> Forget I said anything. Um, it is a 13. That's middling. Uh, the barber has actually heard the name, but he's not familiar with the man. Um, does Celestino keep a close shave? So I'm not really sure. I, I'm not sure it necessarily works. In the no, I'm, I'm asking for my own knowledge. No, he does. Yes, yes, very close. Okay. Well, if he comes in, could you tell him that we're staying in town? I can do that for you. What was your name again? Oh, we had a uh, we had a uh, uh, Joshua Cole. That was my alias. All right, I will tell him Joshua's looking for him. Fucking Josh! Every guy named Josh is a hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> can't, it can't be denied. <laughs> uh, Anything else in the shanty town that catches my eye while I'm here? It is a surprisingly nondescript. It is a place where the people who work here go to avoid spectacle. So it is very much not catered to the kind of folk who come in here to gamble. It is catered to people who have to live here and deal with the reality that their lives are Disney World. Cool. Alright. Well, then I will just go back to enjoying the sights, sound, sounds, and smells. <laughs> That's... Well, I got both of those out of your burp. <laughs> Be happy you didn't get the third. And now for the exciting combination of coffee and tea. My oh my. <laughs> so if I see any of these goons here walk back into the uh, yeah. room, there's going to be a 13-year-old kid going... <laughs> like, totally not subtle, pointing to the high roller coaster. <laughs> so thinking he means Celestino when I come in... Yep. I will uh, walk toward the Hyrule room. Yeah, there are two uh, large strapping... They look like ogres, actually. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, one of them is of uh, darker skin, maybe Hispanic. Okay. The other one seems to be uh, very pale white uh, with freckles. Maybe Irish. All right. Irish orc. Ogre. Ogre. Ogrish. <laughs> but they are attending uh, the high rollers' doors, and they do not permit you entry. Without proof, you are carrying at least three hundred dollars worth of chips. Of chips. Yes. Okay. It's a lot of chips, my friend. It is. Uh, well, I have three hundred. I have three hundred bucks. So. Is there a door, or is it open? You can see. You it is a, uh, a big, thick wooden door that is closed. Okay. Double door. Okay. I will. Uh, and chips can be exchanged back for cash at any time. They can, but there's an expectation that if you're going to gamble three hundred dollars worth of chips, you're going to use three hundred dollars worth of chips. Mm. This uh, is definitely the kind of place that roughs you up for trying to break the rules, basically. Having seen Aleo arrive from the hotel window and coming in, perhaps you know, a minute or two after Levi, I will walk up behind you and tap you on the shoulder and be like, "Yes, our friend, our friend, uh, he's not." In Oh, and what was Gideon so excited about? It's a big casino. He's a little boy. Uh, well, you may have just saved me from sinning by committing the sin of gambling. I do. I do think he saw an old friend of my father's. Oh, 
and we best not draw attention to ourselves. We all know where that landed us last time. Does anybody care to actually gamble? Uh, it'd be cool, but I don't think I don't think Le- I think Levi's trying to he's trying to go straight. <laughs> Jed will. All right, Ted's gonna lose some money. What game do you want to play? You can do blackjack. You do poker. However, him Levi, Levi being Levi, will will say, "Well, I will not personally get my hands dirty, but if anybody does wish to get any winnings on my behalf, if any of my dollars happen to fall into your pocket and back into mine, then so be it." Okay, I'm gonna get ten dollars for the chips. Yep. I think I'm gonna try blackjack. All right, uh, it is two d ten versus the dealer. got 10. Do you want to hit, hit me. or stay? I got 5. Uh, yeah, hit me. Alright, take another one. And that's 15. Do you want to hit or stay? Uh, I'll stay. You're going to stay 15? Yeah. Alright. 19. Ah, fuck. <laughs> so you lose a dollar. I lose a block. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I can't be the only one gambling. Somebody else jump in here. Send me all these table games. No, Temperance has uh, worked in a saloon long enough that she knows that the house always wins. Ugh. Did you gamble at my table? Where I'm standing? Were you, you were watching Blackjack, right? I was watching Blackjack. Sure, yep. why not? Uh, Is it the same table? Yeah. It, Levi will gamble if it means uh, achieving the goals that we're here to get. Here to get. Currently it doesn't. Yeah, so he he's going to save that ace in his hole. <laughs> Picture it. It's delightful. Bent in half. Uh, Temperance is going to sit in the cafe and look, you know, sip on some tea and look pretty. Okay. Well, if he went to my table, I'll try to go behind him and kind of whisper at him and say, I think, I think that man you've been looking for went behind those doors. I sort of look where he's. That'll be definitely the high rollers room. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I thought he, he. I had nothing more to say. I'm probably back at the. I'm probably just back at the boxing ring, with more tea. A little hyped up. This is actually pretty good. <laughs> They're still fighting. Three days later. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Williams went over there, but they wouldn't let him in. But I know he went in there. I know that that Celestino dude went in there. What? You don't know what Celestino went in there. No, I thought you said I spotted him. No, he's put in a layout. Aleo. Oh, fuck. I have the real guy. Well, who's Aleo then? Who? The, he's the, the real baron. The real baron. The guy we were one hour ahead of the whole way in. But is, is, do we want to meet him or no? No. No. He's a bad guy. We did not want to meet him. Okay. Sorry. I got confused on the plot. I'll play another hand. So I'll correct myself. All right. So uh, I a dollar back. For a moment, I thought Gideon did, did too. Uh, that's only a four. Dealer's got a nine. You want to hit? Hit me. And it was going to lead to some wacky hijacks. Four, it's a 12. I'll hit again. Uh, 16. I'll stay. Dealer stays at 17. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> House is doing some work. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jed's at a casino and Jed's going to Jed, so... <laughs> Jed's got a Jed. Uh, while you are playing blackjack, you're playing at the same table as a man named Erwin Barker, who is a polite man wearing a cheap black suit. I'm Erwin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, eventually, he loses all of his chips and wagers his wedding ring. 
Whoa, my friend. No. Too oh, rich no. for your blood. Nope, he throws it in. He gets four chips for it and loses wow. them all promptly. <sighs> Can I play again to try to win back this guy's wedding ring? I feel bad for him. Uh, you may. Oh, boy. It's going to cost you five bucks to buy in for it, though. <sighs> uh, I've I still got $8 worth of chips left, so right. I throw in five chips. Uh, that's an 11. I hit. Uh, that's a 20. 20. Uh, dealer has to hit. 14 plus 6 is 20. Dealer wins. Fuck! Uh, I tried. Sorry, dude. I tell him. <laughs> I tell this guy. He's, uh... Are you, like, all witnessing this? Yeah. All of us? He says, uh, it, it, it's alright. And he pulls his hotel room key out of his pocket. And starts moseying on to the hotel. <laughs> I have a feeling there's somebody but his wife in that room. You do see oh. there are some uh, unusual bets going on at various tables here. Like what? Uh, one of the tables nearby is actually a poker table where a woman appears to be betting the deed to some type of location. And not in the high rollers room, out on the table? Not on the table. Wow. That's interesting. I would figure most property deeds would be over over 300 bucks. Most of them would be, yeah. Ooh. But she appears to be betting it out here uh, on the open floor. And the uh, the dealer at that table appears to have really no significant interest in it other than it being a high bet. Mm. Fairly straightforward. Um, she does actually win that bet and cruises in a pot of about $260 on the play. I wonder if it's fixed. The dealer didn't seem too upset about it. Mm. Maybe somebody with an investigation roll. Oh, wait, that's me. Can I roll, investigation? Can I roll investigation to yeah. see if this looks like it might be a fixed thing to me? Because that, sure. that sounds weird. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Uh, it really just appears like a woman who came in and just decided to bet everything on every hand. Okay. I mean, you don't have to go to the high rollers room if you have three hundred dollars chips. Yeah. You could just hang out on the floor if you didn't want to deal with them. I suppose. It's true. Uh, you know you're here for an agenda. What's your plan to achieve that goal? I will stand in, at one point, just as I'm as I'm touring things around, perhaps on a like a, a, during a restroom break or something. I will just. Uh, Stand in the middle where there's the most amount of people and check for a fiends, celestials, and undead. Uh, you detect the presence of celestials and fiends. Can I pinpoint them? No. Celestials and fiends would be a good album name. Mm. It is the Devil's Casino. But I'm going to tell you it's a plural of each. Mm. Interesting. I can detect the location of any celestial fiend or undead. Uh, or, or any consecrated or desecrated discre- place or object. Uh, this is not consecrated or desecrated. Fiends are above you and on the same floor as you. Celestials are above you and on the same floor as you. It's a building. Does my gun count as desecrated? No. no. I'm just, I didn't know what the definition was. It counts but as a ab- gun. Above yeah. and on the same floor. So the offices contain at least one of each. That is fascinating, he says to himself. Are you close enough to any of us to overhear what you're saying? I'm in the middle. You guys do see Levi stop in the middle of the room. He was going to make this kind of a cons- an inconspicuous, like, like, oh, I'm just passing through the room. Uh, just like, like, as he's stretching, but he stops for a moment and, he's, and you, you just see him go like. 
Hmm. He looks uh, perturbed. Alright, I'm going to keep a side eye on you to see if you go off exploring. Uh, the restaurant is like walled off, right? Uh, it's it's kind of like a half wall, like the one tenant. Okay, so you can see out through yeah. it. Alright, yeah. uh, I'm going to belly up to the bar and uh, start chatting up the, the bartender. Okay, give me some sort of a chatty roll. Uh, I am going to... Roll the persuasion roll to see if I can draw out of him any sort of information okay. about Mr. Andreas. That's a nine. Bartender doesn't seem to be interested in people's names. Mm. Um, it is a rotating three-hour shift. Okay. They have about 20 bartenders who rotate through and through because they cover shifts 24-7. Mm-hmm. And he does a three-hour shift and he comes back tomorrow for his same three-hour shift. So even if he did no names, chances are I wasn't going to The overlap's not huge, and he doesn't seem to be really all that apt to being chatty. He's got a lot of drinks to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your drink for free because you give him the flirty eyes. That's about all you get. Um, Alright, this sounds too stupid obvious, but I'm going to try. Um, I'm going to go to the coat check room and just ask if they are holding a coat for Mr. Celestino Andres. <laughs> they, uh, they look at their logs and they go, do you have a coat ticket? Claim check? Uh, no, no, he just sent me over to pick up his coat. I'm sorry, another claim check. Uh, I can't present any coats. Can I see the log from where I'm standing? Can I see if his name is in it? Uh, you can see the log, but it's written in like a very scripty kind of writing. Uh, I have five dollars worth of chips left. Mm-hmm. What if I slide them across the book? Can you just tell me if he's left his coat here? Uh, give me a persuasion roll. No advantage on that. Uh, okay. That's a 13. I, I'm sorry, I don't recognize the name. Okay, I'm taking my $5 worth of chips back. Fuck this bitch. One of them falls off the book on the <laughs> other side. Um, yeah, you just don't speak hope check camp. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was worth a try. I'm not burning inspiration. Either. No, I wouldn't either. That seems stupid. Background feature, ear to the ground. You are in frequent contact with people in the segment of society your chosen quarries move through. These people might be associated with the criminal underworld, the rough and tumble folk of the streets, or members of high society. This connection comes in the form of a contact in any city you visit, a person who provides information about the people or places in the local area. So somewhere in this fucking casino, I have a contact. I have an idea. And it's an awesome idea. I want all these things. Levi will have noticed you going to the code check. And they probably I probably heard something like code ticket. I will go check my coat with them. Okay. And I will get a, I will get a, t- a ticket. Yep, I'll give you a ticket. It's a 67 on it. Okay. Very good. I will use my charlatan forging, forging ability to forge Celestino Andreas's ticket. But you don't know what number his ticket might be. 69. <laughs> 71. <laughs> it's a coat check with two fingers up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, well, Levi will remind people that he is uh, skilled. At, he is skilled at forgery. If that ever, uh, yeah, if you can figure out what it is, you can steal his coat. Hmm. Provided you checked it. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just, uh, while I'm checking my coat, can I use uh, d- uh, perhaps sleight of hand to sneak a peek at the? Uh, oh wow! At, at the thing there, or like while they're checking my coat, I take a moment to look. Hmm. I don't know if that would require a check or what. Or... Yeah, give me a roll. Okay. 
Or I could use deception to keep them busy. Either way would be fine. It's still the same DC. Okay. Alright. So that'll be uh, 16. Okay. Um, you don't see Celestino and Andreas. You do see a C. Anderson. Okay. See the initials. Uh, 41. Okay. That was saying, and then yeah, with sleight of handles, like switch it back as if I never did that. Yeah. <clears throat> Finally, got to use that ability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you were to do an investigation look for criminal contacts. Yes. Okay. Give me an investigation roll. I would like to think that uh, all the investigating I've done up to now, unsuccessful as it may have been, is probably in furtherance of trying to find this contact. Uh, investigation. Crit. 23. <laughs> oh, he, he was in my pocket the whole time. Hi, Celestino. Hello. <laughs> um, oh, and at some point, I do want to whisper to everybody in the party that when I pass them, just surreptitiously as possible. Uh, beware, we are actually surrounded by devils. I think Jed's not going to take that literally. Like, just assume that you meant figuratively. Just, do, just doing my due diligence. <laughs> Um, first off, you are actually at a table when you're trying to find this person. Uh, and you find there is a man who is actually wheeled in a wheelchair. He's too fat to stand at the table. <laughs> he, uh, very politely introduces himself to the table as Mr. Orville Bick. Orville Bick. Fat guy. And he's in really good mood. He is actually, he's wearing diamond rings. Wow. He's wearing a gold pocket watch and a, uh, very well-fitted black suit for his bulk. It's uh, Kingpin. And he uh, buys into the table for $1,200. Come on, we're robbing this casino. Would you just wrap your head around the idea? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he lights up a cigar at the table and starts throwing chips around, and he is actually a very good card player. Yeah. Uh, and he is making a profit. Beside him is a man who uh, introduces himself at the same time that Oral Bick does. His name is Gaston Gibson. And uh, Gaston is actually flirting up another man's wife. Wow, I like these two guys. Well, no one flirts like Gaston. <laughs> Makes it work like Gaston. <laughs> no one drops down that booty and twerks like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that version. Holy shit. <laughs> <clears throat> he be up in the club with that ass gyrating. <laughs> that guy's fly, that Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Huh. Anyway. Um... So you're at the table with these two guys, and they are kind of like stealing the limelight. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy who's flirting is doing it shamelessly mm-hmm. to this man's wife. Uh, that man is at a table right next to you, who is like occasionally turning his head and like keeping an eye on things, and it looks like there's about to be a fight. Mm. Or is the fat man is just laughing and throwing chips around, and people at the table are happy because when he's at the table, the house isn't winning. Mm-hmm. And that seems like a good thing for them. Uh, and a man in a plain white suit arrives. He's wearing a white hat, white suit, black cane, black tie. Mm-hmm. Almost looks like Colonel Sanders in a way, except he's wearing like a double-breasted jacket. Um, but he does have like the pointed white beard. And he comes mm-hmm. to the table. Don't give it he's like, <laughs> Mr. Bick, welcome back. And he pats the man's back and he's like, ah, good to see you as well, Larry. How's the business? And he responds, ah, business is booming as always. You know, that's... Uh, this place, it basically prints money, and I, I see you're basically picking my pocket again. And Nick is like, ah, yes, 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 I do love it here. You do have everything. And the guy's like, yeah, we, we sure do, Mr. Bick. 
I hope you all are enjoying my hospitality, Mr. Beak. Okay, and, and presumably one of these is three people is my contact. Um, you haven't determined who the contact is yet. This is roleplay, strictly. Okay. But it's a man in a white suit who is sort of observing the game. He introduces himself. He's shaking hands. He seems to be like some sort of muckety-muck among the casino. He's either the owner or like a manager or something like that. And he no, is what was his name? Larry. 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 I don't know the last name. Not yet. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm going to be in over my head just trying to keep up with the game here, so... Um, <laughs> So I guess I'll make conversation. So you two know each other? And uh, Orville Bick says, Oh, yes, Larry and I go way back. I was one of his first customers. And uh, Larry responds, oh, I'm glad he wasn't my only customer. He seems to be stealing my money every day of the week. <laughs> I was going to say, with, with him around, it must be hard to keep a casino in business. Well, thankfully, there's lots of other tables you might have noticed. Well, I've been losing my fair share. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your business. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I'm uh, looking for a friend of mine. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I won't bring you to the crossroads anyway. Is it just that? Uh, well, my feet. I can't afford a horse. <laughs> I like this man. Uh, dealer, give this man $5 worth of chips. Woo! Good, I didn't erase the last five. Um, <laughs> uh, you, um, does he? Does Celestino have an alias I'm aware of? I know he found one, but I don't think that was communicated. No. All right. um, you guys wouldn't know a Celestino, would you? Is, uh, Celestino, well, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Well, I, I can't say that I've seen him recently. Uh, he and I go way back, and, and I, I bumped into somebody who said he might have been up here making some time. I just thought maybe I could uh, bump into an old friend if you if you knew where he was at. Oh, yeah, interesting, interesting. No, I, um, I mean, I'd love to chat with you more. Celestino and I go way back, too, actually. Um, are you, you here alone? Uh, no, I, I've got a, a few friends I ride the trail with. Ride the trail with a few friends, yeah, okay. Um, Mr. Bick, pardon me. Uh, I'm going to go meet some new friends. He invites you over to the bar. Okay. Uh, I'll just be sitting down, uh, just hydrating and taking a look at the ticket when I see somebody coming and then just, just quickly hide it in my sleeve. Yeah. I'm, like, work, I'm, like, working on the copy right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, those of you who have any idea where Jed or this man or the bar are. I am in the bar. Perfect. I am the bar. You see a man with a, bar, Jason. <laughs> a pointed white beard, white hat, white shirt, white jacket, black tie, uh, come strolling into the room. He's actually walking with a black cane. Well, it appears he doesn't need it. It's for show. Uh, and walks you into the bar. Uh, are you still actively pulsing for Fiends and Celestials? It's only for like a turn. Oh, okay. And it's, it says I know the location of any, so that's up to Ben how he wants yeah, to Yeah, it's, it's that. pretty vague in here. This place is... Um, Unique. We'll go with that. It's just kind of like, they're here. Yeah. Absolutely. They're, they're here. here. <laughs> um, you are yep. led into the bar. Yep. Uh, yep. Where he sits I, I see. I see him walking in with this guy, right? Yeah. You do. Uh, and he shows up and the bartender immediately is like, yep, hello. And he, <laughs> he goes to like attend the, the man in the white okay, back to work jacket. Mm. Uh, man in the white jacket calls for the bartender to come over and orders two glasses of the finest brandy they have, Ooh. which is $30 a shot. Shit. Jesus Christ. And he serves you a shot of $30 brandy, which he clinks with your glass. Dink. Actually, it's a, it, Levi stops entirely and he, he wants to come and take a look at what's going on here. This is an int- interesting development. Yeah, you see that occur. You see this occur yeah. as well. Gideon, you're probably... Yeah. Temperance like, like, are you over... Should I introduce you is what I'm asking. I will, like, I, I will, um, I will hover 
in, in, the, in the corner. Temperance okay, will enough. introduce herself. She no. will. Uh, well, I'll get, yeah, I'll, I'll get within within. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll 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 make the the vague interest here. Mm-hmm. Are we going with real names or? Uh, yeah. Temperance yeah. will invite herself into the conversation and mm. be like, "Well, Mister Blackburn, seems you made a new friend." Uh, yes, this is uh, Temperance Allendale. She's uh, one of the friends I spoke to you about, and this is uh, Mr. Levi Williams. He takes her with Miss Temperance Allendale, and he gives you a little... little <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, and then he goes to you, and he gives you a firm handshake, full eye contact, pats you on the back. Oh. Grab your sack. Gives it a twist. <laughs> what was the man's name again? Uh, Larry. I only know him as Larry. I haven't got the last name yet. <laughs> Pinhead Larry. <laughs> this is Larry. This, this is his brother Larry and his other brother Larry. This is brother Daryl and his other brother Daryl. A, pl- a pleasure, Larry. And a compliment to your fashion sense as well. I uh, appreciate it. This is uh, my favorite suit. My favorite suit. Had one just like it and I dropped some cigar ash on it and huh, had to get the whole thing replaced. Oh, has to be just so, doesn't it? It does. It does. You can't get white and not expect it to get ruined. Welcome. Welcome to the crossroads. It's been a pleasure. He's... Past four hours have been like a fantasy. Ah, yes. Yeah, I truly imagine this place as uh, heaven on earth. What inspired you? It's, so this is this is your your establishment then? It is. Yes, I founded this building. Well, if you would if you would be so kind as to share your story, I would be much obliged to listen. Oh, it takes some time to tell my story, so I'm afraid I must decline. But uh, it is always a pleasure to meet some new rollers in my structure and to greet you as warmly as I can. Uh, thankfully, my position affords me the ability to do so readily. I understand you're here looking for an old friend. Yes, yeah, that's the case. Indeed. Very well, very well. Now, I, I can't necessarily tell you that I know where your old friend is, but I would love to uh, savor a drink with you, and then perhaps, if you are able, uh, come see me in my office on the second floor. Well, I think that would be most agreeable. Yeah, that, that is mo- that is most kind. You absolutely. Well, uh, Mr. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your last name. I didn't give it. You can call me Larry. Larry Dimidon. Mr. Larry. Just Larry is fine. Anyway. I see you have some rather... Strapping and burly gods at My the staircases. Me the dog. Uh, how are we supposed to get to your office? Well, I intend to lead the way. You will escort us, of course. Yes, that's correct. Oh, wasn't sure. It would be the gentlemanly thing to do. You'd be the first I met in a long time. <laughs> the piano is actually doing that. Whoever is playing the piano is just—they're on their shit today. Oh, like, yeah. it's actually, They've been drinking um, Chinese tea. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a helmet with two big tea kettles. <laughs> Thank you for that mental. Um, actually, the band is not just the piano. Although that's what you hear over the crowd. Uh, it is a seven-piece band. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. There's some guy with a jug. I'm trying to think about One straight out of tub of you know, <laughs> A washboard. Uh, it's Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas. Violin, guitar, keyboard. Uh, guitar. Bass guitar. Um, some bullshit. Uh, cello. Drums. It's down there forever. And I forget what the hell the other one is. Oboe. But I actually wrote it down. Tambourine. Negative on the tambourine. Synthesizer. Not at all. Dry harp. <laughs> Bullshit. 
Skin flute. Vuvuzela. No. Oh, damn. It's a Vuvuzela. Elkhorn. Banjo. Elkhorn? Right. Sure, banjo. <laughs> banjo. Yeah. But uh, the piano is the guy you hear, for sure. Yeah. He's, He's the star of the show. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. He's the Jay Giles of this particular right. band. <laughs> shall, we meet, shall we meet in your office presently? He says, well, uh, well first let's savor our drinks, and he'd be ashamed to waste $30 brandy. <laughs> Jed's looking at the empty glass, he just took us a shot, he's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I uh, the yeah. dregs. Le- Le- Levi will classically cl- <laughs> celebrate like the southern gentleman he is. Has he also bought us brand here? Did he yeah, when you introduce okay. himself, I haven't said that out loud, but yes, he does. When you introduce yourself, he calls for another round. Uh, this appears to be his designated welcoming new guests. Mm. Tasty vine. This is absolutely a fine choice of words. 